0: The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. We're John. Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Joe Bowl Flacco. MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Hat. He look has a Super Bowl look, look, look at the I... stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a
1: Super Bowl and then people I would like, Joe Flacco On Buffalo Rumblings. All right. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies Brando and Pat Cap here on a Tuesday evening, recording this for you a day before it comes out on Wednesday. This is Buffalo Rumbling Podcast. You can find us on all platforms or most platforms at Podcast. Brando and I are still getting over some stuff here. So apologize for the nasally voices. So Pat is going to walk us all the way through this episode and make all the points and set up everything. So uh, Pat, uh, no, I'm no just pressure, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Also, want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by Small City Real Estate. If you're looking to buy, sell, or manage property in Western New York, you gotta contact Zachary Corzillis at Small City Real Estate. Zach is awesome. If you live in Batavia, you probably already know him. Everyone knows Zach. Everyone loves Zach. So again, if you're buying, selling, or looking into property management in Western New York, you gotta give Zach a call. That number is five eight five. 409-1088. Again, 585-409-1088. And I'll put that in the podcast description below if you need it. Also, this episode is brought to you by the j Agency for all your insurance needs. Oh man. So I'm, you know, those of you who are seeing this in video form, I am going full all by, all vibes John for this episode as I did for the second half of last week. And I feel like that's all I can do right now because I I can't look at fancy stats analytics i can't even be critical of talking points that are what's going around right now like i just i don't want to hear any of it mm-hmm. it's frustrating it's yeah. all that stuff i'm 100 vibes like let's win the next six games what do we got five games left yeah. six games
0: right six plus you gotta five win 11. them all yeah
1: you you do have room to lose one more and still not drop your play only percentage to zero. the dallas
0: game right you have to you have to win your afc games left
1: you absolutely I mean, it, you absolutely have to be the Chiefs coming up after the bye week. Well, so
0: speaking of bad vibes right now, as you just heard in our intro, Joe Flacco right now is more likely to start a playoff game than Josh Allen. And you want to talk about depressing vibes. That's a bad vibe.
1: How about another bad vibe? The Broncos and the Texans have better records than the Bills right now. How many of us would have predicted that going into the season? Not me. That's for sure. And the game picks actually reflect this, which is pretty funny. The games on the slate this year are all mostly teams in the AFC vying for playoff position. And oh my God. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just nuts. It's Denver, Houston, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Cleveland, all these teams that we thought that maybe one of those weren't going to be mediocre. And all of them are sitting at 500 or above with better records than the Bills right now or close to it. And uh, so that's the situation that we're in right now. Got to go on a run. I'll, I'll hit you guys with this hot take early on in the episode here. The Bills are either going to miss the playoffs or they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like there's no in between. There's no, to me, there's no outcome of the season where they get into the playoffs and then just lose the first game. No, like I, I don't see that happening because if they do make it into the playoffs, they're going to have to have been so hot and on such a heater, and on such a burner going into the playoffs. <laughs> that no one's going to want to play them, no matter where it is. They're going to, they have to be the hottest team in football to make the playoffs at this point. So they're either going to miss the playoffs or they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Y'all can crap all over me when they lose in the AFC championship game again or sooner. But uh, yeah, that's my take for now.
0: I've been sitting on it all day long because I thought this was going to be a good topic to lead the show with when I was thinking by myself, like we got to ask each other right now, are the bills going to make the playoffs? And my answer (laughs) is no, I just don't think they're going to do it it's going to be too much of a task. It's totally possible. It's absolutely possible. Whether or not I believe anything's possible. I've lived in this world long enough to know that not everything's possible. As as much as we want to tell everybody, you know, I (laughs) I tell my students anything's possible. Right. But I'd love to see one of them be the president of the United States, but I've been teaching for seven years and I don't have anybody that's famous. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) So The odds are just so much so stacked. I just, I was talking right friend of the show, Sam Dolphins fan that it's really a bummer because Josh Allen is playing the best football of his career at this moment, probably maybe 2020 when he went on that stretch. But again, what he's doing is against these elite defenses, right? There's a stat going around. I saw before the jets game that Josh Allen's some crazy numbers against top five defenses, throughout his career and he's just kind of continued to do that and if the bills miss the playoffs he's not going to get a look for mvp where he might deserve it he probably he, this could be his best opportunity in a season to win mvp just like it might be one of the easiest roads to the super bowl again if we could get there but this troubling defensive blowups and not being able to hold on to a lead is going to cost us a ton right It could cost Josh an MVP. It could cost us a run at a Bowl. So it just happens. This is the life of the NFL and it's the life when you are not perfect. It's the life when you have, this is a consequence for the way that things went down and something that's got like, we're just here. That's how it is. And we have to deal with it, right? We have to look ourselves in the mirror every day and say, we might not make the playoffs this year.
1: And if there's one thing that You know, this is kind of doom and gloom if you want to make it feel better. But every season ends like 31 teams have a quote unquote unsuccessful season. You know, 31 teams don't win the Super Bowl. 31 teams end the season with a loss, a critical loss. And there's no gold star for making the playoffs where I guess, you know, is that a moral victory for us at this point? We've been there. We've been to the AFC championship. It wouldn't be a new thrill to play, you know, a home football game in the playoffs, much less than, you know, any games in the playoffs. So the season either ends with a Super Bowl or it doesn't, you know, and obviously they have to get into the playoffs to get a shot at that. But I, I just, I just hope that they get in because this is it's crazy the way that this team is structured and how talented it is. And then the win loss record its it's insane. You know, there's so many advanced metrics. It's dizzying. You can talk about EPA per play, how they outgained the Eagles and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, a guy had to kick a 60 freaking yard field goal in the rain. So, I don't know. It, it it really depends on if your viewpoint is their luck is turning or they can be dominant in a game and still not win, and that's not going to change. So, Pat, I guess I guess we'll find out.
0: Do but. you think they're going to make it?
2: Uh, well... You know, I I guess we'll let it play out. I I think that this game reminds me a lot of in the 13 second season, we lose a heartbreaker in Tampa Bay and we go, you know, on a crazy run. And then you think about in 2020, we lose a heartbreaker on the Hail Murray, you know, and we kind of go on a run. So hopefully with our backs against the wall.
0: We went on a run last year too after Minnesota.
2: Yeah. So So
0: you you, got to give us a yes or no. It's a yes or no.
1: It's not an easy answer Uh, for me either, but Pat, Pat, like, let me put it this way. Someone, or you have to put down a hundred bucks on whether they win or not. And you're not even going to win any money. The only way you're going to get that hundred dollars back is if you're right. Which one do you pick?
2: Yeah, no, they don't. They don't make the playoffs. Yeah.
1: That's what I I, I mean.
2: and, And I guess then the crazy thing is too, and obviously, you know what I mean? We don't, I don't think we're in like a Brian Flores situation, but it's like, if we drop two more games. Top ten pick, what, baby. Use, you know what's what's the use in being competitive? I guess at that point, and not to sound like that guy, but I, I I don't know because obviously we just talked about a scenario where we went out, but like in a scenario where we drop the next two, you know, after this bye week, like what what does that look like for the remainder of the season as well? So that's a good point. Uh, we shouldn't even. That's a place I do not want. Yeah, be. right.
1: I don't want to be talking about that. Where that we get high so enough to rough. take
2: a
0: Marvin Harrison Jr. type receiver, right? We that would be hey, if that's brutal. Ha-
1: if that happens, we're going straight one episode a week max for the <laughs> for the rest of the foreseeable future. I'm not oh. sitting down twice a week for that. Yeah. But I'm going to be all vibes here. Think about how cool it'll be when they do make the playoffs.
0: What would you and- do with a hundred bucks, John? You're pretty good with bets. What do you do?
1: Oh, I, if I had, you know, if like the scenario that I laid out for Pat, yeah. I mean, you you have to go with the odds at that point, and the odds will tell you it's not great for them yeah. to make the playoffs at this point. So there's zero zero room for error. There's not, you can't afford to win any more f- or lose any more fluky games. And so again, could be that you've lost enough fluky games that it's bound to turn the other way, but that's actually human bias. There is no such thing as being due in roulette or anything else with luck. It's the gambler's fallacy, so right? The, exactly. Yeah. The probability is still the same that they're yeah. going to screw something up in a critical moment. So, well, you know don't what, know. we
0: know it could be a foresight to good luck is we finally won the coin toss in overtime. True. true.
2: Even Sean Hockley (laughs) couldn't mess that up, which I just want to say NFL nepotism football league only in America in the (laughs) NFL could Sean Hockley take over for his dad. Um, Also, he's in the white pages. If you guys want to send him any letters,
0: (laughs) (laughs) the NFL referee has a building that has a public phone number as well. I think
2: is is it's a minor line again. Is that a minor line? It could be. I had to call myself a wambulance. Yes,
1: <laughs> I mean I wouldn't doubt that Sean Hockley had Philly minus two and a half or whatever. The stat is but.
0: the craziest one is that Sean Hockley, and again, he's
2: he's undefeated. He's four zero.
0: The Eagles are four zero in his games. I think it's now it's, it's, it's five like and six and zero. Oh, maybe it's more than it that. might be five. And it was four and, and they're
1: five and zero against the spread.
0: Yeah, it was four and zero up to the Bills game. So if you count the Bills game, it should be five and zero. But it was the same thing, but the Eagles kind of got ahead on the Dolphins, so it wasn't as much of a narrative. But at one point, it was 11 nothing penalties on the Dolphins compared to the Eagles in their game. So it, it's definitely worth a deeper dive to take a look at Sean Hockley's games. I remember doing a piece for Rumblings last year on the ref that did the Bengals-Bills playoff game. And he is biased, quote-unquote, like six, 56% of the time to the home team. And it was just... That's, that's kind of happens. Hey, Tony, sorry. Oh, well Um, that happens (laughs) in the NFL and it happens in all sports calls go about 55% of the way to the home team, right? That's part of home field advantage. That subconscious stuff, you know, it's very common in basketball, but you buy this. And again, James Cook dropped a touchdown. Gabe Davis and Josh Allen were inconsistent. And Sean McDermott again, blows a game with a cover zero blitz. Again, did I say again? Because he did it once before. Uh, so there's other this, opportunities. This is why
1: I get so, I get so dizzy talking about this stuff yeah. because it's like, Oh my God, can we not have something like that? Can we not have th- this team get marched on for dry? I mean, they couldn't stop them at all in the second half. It's just crazy that they even scored 37 points yeah. after holding them to what? Seven, seven. points in the first half, yeah,
0: 30 second half points,
1: And and it could have been even less than that.
0: And the only stop you, know, you got um, was the tipped interception. Right. So, but Ugh. it's crazy. And the, and you're talking about vibes. When you look at the bills, you could say whatever you want. The vibes for Josh Allen. This is the part that's tough for me because if you're Josh Allen and you've done this before, do you remember the Colts game before halftime in the playoffs? People don't talk about this, but Phillip Rivers almost beat the bills in the playoffs in the COVID year. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And this is Gabe Davis making the two toe touches sideline catches to get the points up before halftime. And then we get the ball and then dig scores in the next possession on a deep touchdown. But we had two plays we scored. Then we did it in Thanksgiving last year with the bills, 20 seconds left, two timeouts. They had two timeouts with a tie game and they went down and scored great game. Again, That was there. It was very cool, but he, he, uh, <sighs> well, gotta, but, but if, in
2: that same, in that same vein, how do you feel about the fact that we did have a timeout and 20 seconds left at the end of regulation to go and kneel it? I mean, obviously gamblers fallacy again that, you know what I mean? Your odds of having a strip sack or something. This or is the, this is
0: the part that, that, that makes me the most mad because you watched Kansas city do this to you. It was done to you. You watched your defense again for 13 seconds, play, play off of your guys. And again, the, the way the bills play this defense in that final two minute drive was just not good. They are not pressing at the line and you can see Tony Romo when he's diagramming what's going to happen. He's like, well, these guys got to come up, but these guys got to stay back. You know, you should play a little bit more aggressive here. And they didn't until they call the cover zero blitz and it just shoots him in the face. And again, it's on film that that's the read for Jalen hurts. If Josh Allen was in Jalen hurts position, it's the same exact play. So you should be able to practice that the bills defense should have been ready to go. Because you're you're basically facing your own offense, who you see all the time, and the way that Josh Allen is mobile. But you got to dance with the one who brought you there. And odds are bold here because the odds say you had a 56% chance to go down and score one way or the other. The odds for the coin flip are 50-50, right? And then... But those odds are not counting Josh's heart. Those are not counting Diggs's fire. They're not counting Spencer Brown out of his mind at the line. They're not counting Osiris Torrance's extra push, right? All of those odds are not in capturing the heart and soul and determination and effort and all those stupid little taglines that every coach always says, you know, the discipline that these players played with. Those odds, your analytics do not count in that. And if you're Josh Allen, your coach looks you in the face, basically gives you the bird, says, I don't trust you to do this. Good luck. Like, we'll, we're better off for the phone call or for the phone call. We're better off for the coin flip because I, I just don't trust you. I don't trust you enough to do it. And it's, I don't know. If you're in a relationship and you don't trust your significant other to go out with their friends, maybe you're in the wrong relationship. You know, if you're, Whatever you have a you paying this man fifty million dollars a year, you should trust him. That's an amazing. That's just, an amazing analogy. It's it blows my mind. And if you're Josh Allen, how are you not yeah. feeling like you're slapped in the face? You know, if you're talking about vibes, what's Josh Allen's vibe towards Sean McDermott when he says take a knee?
1: It's just it's so funny because I mean, an even better example than thirteen seconds is the Detroit game last year. They're tied at the end of regulation with whatever twenty five seconds left or something like that, and only one timeout in that case too, and. You know, Josh flings one down the middle to digs. You're not going to get that play every time, but 20 seconds and two timeouts is enough to get three plays off before a field goal, one run out of bounds, two plays in the middle of the field and a quick throw and a timeout to set up your field goal unit. And again, maybe McDermott didn't have confidence in Bass making a long field goal either. (laughs) Well, what's the worst uh, that can happen? It gets blocked. Too, he missed. Yeah, it did. Kicks. It did yeah. get blocked. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I it just was a scared decision.
0: Playing not to lose is just tough. It's tough to watch that. Is.
1: And the, the the track record in big situations with McDermott is troublesome when it comes to those things because look at a team like the Eagles who has been outgained in all these games and is still winning. Yeah. And what does that come down to? It comes down to high leverage moments and the decision you make in those moments because you can be the better team for 90% of the game. And if you mess up a couple critical decisions or a couple things don't go your way, then that game is out of your control yep. and you're going to lose them some of the time. But anyway, let's get into some game picks here because I'm ready to just think about some other teams here for a second. And uh, it's the bye week So we'll have a little bit of time before we get to watch the bills play again. I think they come back on like Sunday night football or something like that. It's gotta be a pride. T- they prime play time four o'clock again. City. Oh, it is yeah. okay. It must have been one of those CBS protected games where they're like, "Yeah, we're keeping this. You can't flex it on us." So at least you know we always usually get the best version of Josh when Tony Romo is calling the game. I don't know why that is.
0: You think they golf but, together?
1: Uh, I'm sure they have at some point. Tony definitely also, loves he,
0: Josh, right? Tony loves Josh. He does. Yeah.
1: Tony loves Josh like not as much as Chris Collinsworth loves Patrick Good Mahomes. Take.
0: Yes, that's true. But
1: but you can you can tell he loves Josh yeah. and. I don't mind that watching games. Nice, you know, to
0: be on the other side of it.
1: Right, yeah. you know, we're used to the complete opposite, where you know Tom Brady is getting bowed down to yeah. for our entire lives on broadcast Still, and stuff like that. Now. So,
0: did you see Alex Smith's yeah. comments about? Yeah, Tom Brady? I, I I saw those. I mean,
2: were, were the Bills at, at a record low level of competitiveness during those years? True, yeah. but come yeah. on, Alex Smith. You were not very competitive your first four years in San Francisco. You were draft bust until, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, Mr. that's Harbaugh not, that's not true. Career. Alex Smith played it all is, right It is. San he brand. was terrible. He was terrible. Look at his stats. He didn't have a winning record until, is it is it John Harbaugh or is it Jim Harbaugh? No, I don't, don't remember.
1: One of the I don't remember which one, one is. Is Jim, Jim is the one at Michigan, so he would have been in San Francisco. John yeah, so is. Ravens, he didn't have right? a winning
2: record before Jim Harbaugh started coaching them. Like he had. He his stats are are not good. If you look him up, he didn't he, have
0: a good season until the sixth season in the league. And even that was am saying. So it's like for you to say that, like you seconds. had
2: six seasons where you were trash. You know what I mean? And you're the number one overall draft pick. And props to San Francisco for holding on to that. You know, for that long.
0: That's but, true. Anyways,
2: that's true. We were we the division was not competitive other than when the ghost of Chad Pennington was resurrected and whatever it was, two thousand seven, so, two thousand
0: eight. So John, I I do have before we get into game picks. Can I give you a quick trivia real quick here? Sure, it's only because of this era of football here. The Pro Football Hall of Fame announced their list of twenty-five players that are eligible this year, and there are officially, according to this list, only one former Buffalo Bill on it. There is two former Buffalo Bills on here, which is funny that they didn't list him on this team. But I was curious if you happen to know the answers. Two former two
1: Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills who are. Now eligible for the first time.
0: Yep. Yes. And they were not I'll give, I'll give you all, a hint. They were not all Buffalo Bills for their entire career. Uh, they were free agent signings and then they left the Bills. There one, are two. One players. was
2: a teammate of Alex Smith.
0: That is true. That's a good hint.
1: Okay. Um, I was gonna say who would be in their first year of eligibility here?
0: <sighs>
1: Think has to takeo, takeo spikes already been eligible? You're close. You're warm. Okay. Maybe like a defensive lineman from that area. You're less warm from, from that era. Less warm. Okay. <laughs> go, back to the,
0: go back to the linebacker. Yeah.
1: Oh God. It's not Paul plus Lesney. Is Definitely it? not before plus okay. This
0: Plus Lesney was drafted to replace this player. Oh, London, London Fletcher. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. There we go.
0: Now the second right. one's super funny because he's an offensive player and they don't even have him listed on here, but he, he did. He, he did play a little bit, right? I think he played a little, A little bit.
1: And is is this guy the teammate of Alex
2: Smith? Yes. So I looked it up. They are one year separated. This was actually a Colin Kaepernick teammate.
0: Okay. So this guy from 2013 to 2015 was with the Niners. And he did have a stop in Detroit. Made more famous by his partnership with Larry Fitzgerald. And Super Bowl winner with the Ravens.
2: This man broke his jaw in an NFL game. Is This a wide receiver. He's always he's always the the benchmark for when a wide receiver runs a flo- like a slow forty time, and they always say this guy ran a four six. Florida State alumni. I
1: mean, I'm trying to think. And so, I'm I don't have the years right because like To has a lot of things in common with this player, but it's not To. Um, so that's throwing me. I can't get To out of my mind. And he's To has already been eligible for the Hall of Fame anyway. Um, what year did he play for the Bills? Okay.
0: His quote for retiring, the reason I stepped away from the football, I felt like God was calling me to do something different. I had a chance to live out my dream, but there are just some things that are bigger than football. There are some things that are bigger than the things you want to achieve. Personally, this would have been in 2015, but I think it's kind of funny because I believe this.
1: Oh, is this Anquan Bolden? Yes. yes, Yes. Okay. That's the asterisk on the, you know, Yeah future yep. hall of famer Buffalo bill for yep. one practice squad, one preseason practice. Essentially. He played one preseason like, out game out on
0: here. August 7th, 2015 for one catch in five yards against the Eagles. And uh, Brandon wow. B brought him in actually.
1: That's so funny.
0: So, yeah. Trivia. All right,
1: Good it. trivia. All right, let's get into some game picks here. Let's uh, start by recapping last week. Woo, woo, woo. Pull this up here. We can all look at it. All right. So, I did not have a good week. As you can tell, lots of favorites covered spreads here. And uh Detroit lost. Boom. Brandon, that was your only loss. Yeah. Pat Cleveland failed to beat Denver. I'll still took them every time. That. I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> I had him in that game too, and uh that was not the right choice. So anyway, you guys both went five and one, and I went an abysmal two and four. Air five, Pat. So that brings our jump. overall records to uh thirty-seven and thirty-five for Pat. I'm thirty-five and thirty-seven. And Brando, you are 39-33 and 33 with a commanding lead. Oh, I can't
0: see you guys so, all the way down there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, because I'll go 0-5 next week, 0-6.
1: So, Pat is two games back of Brando, and I'm two games back of Pat. So, you guys are both over 500 as well.
0: Hey, hey, wait, wait, anyway, wait. There's another thing up there that we that you missed. The the Brand, That's true, Brando's bad, but Josh the, this
1: is what we're getting to... Uh, you know, Brando's best hey, leader here. Hey,
0: Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen both scored. So that's that's a bonus. That's a good bonus. Well,
1: Vibes John also predicted two plus Josh Allen TDs. We were three in, in well, our so. last. I do kinda like how
2: Vibes John is your alter ego.
1: Like <laughs> uh, I I think I need it right now because analytical John, he is gonna shut this crap off at some point. You know, Vibes I can't. John needs
2: a mustache, I think. <laughs> Oh.
1: Anyway, so well, You got the time shirt bad. on one step at a time Yeah you might need to talk to my significant other about that Because that's not going to happen But anyway so this week we got some uh, Oh my god just, just some middling teams On the slate here uh, let, Let's just start pick. it off here It does make it harder to pick Denver at Houston Two over 500 teams with better records than the Bills Houston is favored by three and a half In this game Patty give me your pick
2: I can't believe I'm saying this I mean Sean Payton was wearing I, I don't know if you'd be able to pull this up after the fact but he he was wearing some really sweet low cut Jordan 11s last time I saw him on TV but got to go with the hot hand got to go with the with the Broncos right here
1: Denver for Patty Brandon I, what about
2: you
0: I'm with you you got to ride the hot streaks while they're here with they're they're on a five game heater right now I think as Pat and John use the vocab heater, that or bender, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Oh
2: no, I think a bender yeah, has like a bad. negative connotation. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, bender, whatever. Yeah,
0: they're rolling through stuffs right now, and Russell Wilson looks better. We'll see how their defense responds, but this could be a you know a 27, 26 game. So give me the points.
1: I might regret this, but I'm going with Houston. Fair well, so, answer uh,
0: though. C.J. Stroud is a freak. He yeah, looks real like, good.
1: Real good. I just I don't want to pick against them and then get out of sync with their wins yeah. you know what I mean because yeah. I picked them last week and they lost to Jacksonville but well, I mean that
2: game was a, that was a weird game if his offensive line doesn't crap the bed at the end of the game like you know and his kicker isn't god awful it's a different story
0: that's but, funny if he's just a yeah. little stronger if he just did one more <laughs> rep on the leg lift machine you correct
2: know. Brian Pallone would be so proud yeah <laughs> All right, next up, Arizona
1: at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half. I just, I cannot get over Pittsburgh's record this year. It's insane. They've been outgained in so many games and still won. So uh, Mike Tomlin, I I guess, is doing something right here. Brando, who do you got on this one?
0: I don't want to do it, but I'm going to take the points. Kyler Murray could be good enough. We'll see. Again, Call of Duty is out. It is prime Call of Duty season. So taking Kyler oh, Murray shoot. to win any sort of game is scary. And I didn't think I would pick Arizona to win any game at all this year, but Denver or Pittsburgh is just so bad. So Arizona has got to help us knock Pittsburgh down one and they're, they're going to need this game. The bills are going to need this game to help them get into the wild card. So we're going to root for the cards. And, the I'm, five with, and a
1: half I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I'll take five and a half points against Pittsburgh. Yeah. This could be a three to zero game. Yeah. You know, you never know with Pittsburgh's def- defense, but yeah, I, I just, I, I'm aligning my picks with my rooting interests now. Cause this is a vibes <laughs> John move and uh, we're under 500. So analytical John can go to hell. Anyway,
2: <laughs> Pat, you're up next Arizona or uh, Pittsburgh. Oh man, despite the fact that Mike Tomlin is Stanley Steamer. More so even than Mike Vrabel, I still I still gotta go with the cards. It'll be interesting though. Uh-oh. We got some good
1: exposure to that game now. Arizona across the board. So uh
0: Sounds good. Yeah. Good or bad.
1: Yeah. I'm ready to get hurt again. Next up, Indiana, <laughs> oh, Indiana. Indianapolis at Tennessee. Indy's only favored by one in this game, which I think is interesting. So Pat, um, Obviously, pick it, pick been it against them.
2: against them. I wish. I wish that Gardner Minshew was my friend in real life. <laughs> that's a fair. That's
0: a fair. That's a fair answer. Yeah.
1: Brandon, what about you?
0: I'm gonna stick with Indianapolis as well. They got Jonathan Taylor is out though. Big loss. Didn't he just Zach, rushed
2: for two tandies? I thought last week.
0: He's having he something on his thumb.
1: Yeah, it just popped up. Of course, as soon as he starts producing for two of my fantasy teams, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take a couple weeks off." Well but just despite that, I'm going with Indy with you guys. Yeah, as look as well. at
0: us go. Look at us. This, this is this is not
1: good. We're setting us up. We're setting ourselves up for I mean, I guess we could be setting ourselves up for like, you know, five and one around around for cool. all of us. That would be nice, right? Next up on the docket Cleveland at the Rams in LA. LA is favored by three and a half in this one. This would be a great game for Cleveland to drop if you're looking at it from the Bills point of view. Yeah. But despite that Pat, who are you picking? And I'm already typing it in. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I raise this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, give me give me the Rams, man. All right. Pat for the Rams.
2: It hurt me. It hurt me to do that, but
0: John, what do you got today? You going next for this one?
1: All right, let's uncover it here and see what I picked. Rams for me. I was really undecided uh, in this game, but uh, yeah. I like, what's the situation with Cleveland at quarterback? Didn't DTR get hurt or something? Yeah, that's
0: I'm looking it up right now. They said even if he's not hurt,
1: Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco
0: could get the start. Yeah. No. Joe
1: Flacco. Give me Joe Flacco to throw for 90 yards and two interceptions. <laughs> I right, who you I got? Don't know.
2: I, Elijah Moore touchdown catch. I was, I'm not brand those bats, but maybe check that out. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Jason Garrett is not healthy, and he left the Miles game. Miles Garrett.
2: Game. I was gonna say Jason Garrett is not healthy. What did me. I? What did I say? AD NFL coach.
0: I, Jason. Garrett. You know what? I typed Jason Garrett in here, and I'm like, why is this guy coming up? And I'm like, this isn't jason garrett looks like oh, my yeah no you're right miles garrett it could be questionable to the game and again matt stafford is good enough to beat a bad defense so rooting interests aside we're going with the rams to help the bills but you know my guy matt stafford can, can, can carve up anybody so this will be the one that that cleveland drops
1: all right next up miami at washington obviously this spread Is indicative of how non-competitive this game could be, but it's on the slate because we need Miami to drop a couple games. And uh, if you want, you know, towards the end of this episode, we can pull up the ESPN playoff machine because I got that plugged in and kind of predicted the rest of the season with, which obviously isn't relevant because you guys have seen my game picks. But despite that, Miami is nine and a half point favorites in this one. So, uh, Brando, fairly big spread, but do you think they'll cover it?
0: How much did the Bills beat
1: Washington by 30? Yeah, quite a bit.
0: i would take Miami minus 14 even.
1: All right. Brando Ron, taking Miami Ron Rivera, minus 14. Ron
0: is <laughs> out of it, man. He's getting fired. Don't oh, write it in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron is getting fired. He knows it. Eric is coaching for his audition, right, for their head coach. But I just, I love Mike McDaniels, man. Did you hear him talk about his story about his wife? In his pressure after this, he's like, no. you know, Al Michaels He Al Michaels called the game, right?
1: The uh, the last Miami game. What would yeah. it have been Thursday? Friday night?
0: Friday on prime. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Friday. He's like, well, Al kind of made me sound like a douchebag, but I, I really wasn't. And he's like, the, my running back only met this girl for like 30 seconds. And I never really threatened his playing time because I'm a running backs coach. And anybody who knows football knows a running backs coach. Wait, did he have a
2: player that thought his, his wife was, um, so they were in a club.
0: They were in a (laughs) club. It was a USFL, I think, or USL or whatever, UFL. Uh, and they went out afterwards and one of his running backs was dancing with this girl and McDaniels called dibs on the girl. So he went up to the running back and said, scoot and Mike McDaniels married the girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys caught that story right
2: there that night in the club.
0: Yeah. They got, They got a baby. I don't know. I like Mike McDaniels. They're going to light up Washington.
2: Pat, what say you on that one? I say, how could Mike McDaniels see anything in the club in his little tiny frame? But, um, nah, (laughs) Sam Sam Bowel movement. (laughs) Got to take the Dolphins, unfortunately. That's funny.
1: Miami. I think I'm with you guys if I'm remembering correctly. Yep. How many points would you need to take Washington? uh 14 and a half 18 oh oh like 14 and a half yeah it's still the NFL you know the the commanders that we faced are probably a little bit different although you know if worse. Anyone's gonna put I think up, they're worse now
0: they all they got you know John Fox got <laughs> fired right that, because that
1: might be true that might definitely yeah. be true so. anyway Miami across the board for all of us on that one Cincinnati at Jacksonville Jacksonville is favored by eight I think this is Monday night football if I'm not mistaken
2: uh, so Pat, who you got? Upset alert. Yeah, give me give me the bears. Jacksonville didn't look <laughs> ultra convincing. <laughs> wrong, wrong convincing. animal. Wrong animal.
0: Bengals? Bangles.
2: Oh, Bengals. Oh, is it Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Chicago. Oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh. Give me the Jaguars, yeah.
1: That's okay. so funny. Oh. Brandon, what about you? Well, the
0: closest thing that I got to a Bengals is about to make an appearance here on this screen. And I'm going to tell him to get out of here, just like the Jags are going to tell the Bengals to get out of here after they beat them by 12. So go, Jags.
1: How about the production value on that one, folks? This is perfect. I'm timer. going Jacksonville, too. So we're across the board for five of these picks, guys. So uh, well. it's either going to be a really good week or a really bad week. And
0: I guess I should uh, still have the lead going into the next week then.
1: You will. You will. You figure out the secret. You just match pick everybody and then you'll be ahead by two for the rest of the game.
0: That was not what was intended, but I'm not mad about it.
1: (laughs) That's funny. All right. Well, uh, let's get a break in here real quick. We'll be back. We got Brando's Bets to do and some quotes with Pat, so stick with us.
2: breaking
0: news. We're back in the win column. All right. The bonus bet wins. John's vibes win. Brando's bet wins. We are rolling in the imaginary money that we don't have, but we are happy about that. It was super exciting to see Josh get back in the end zone on his legs. They are having a good race for touchdowns on the ground. I think Hertz is up to 11 and Allen might be at 10 now, or 10 for Hertz and nine for Allen. Interesting stat, too, apart.
1: that Hurts' that touchdown in overtime was, I believe, his first rushing touchdown of the season that didn't come from inside the one or two-yard line.
0: Yeah, he might have one that's like four yards also, because I saw this stat on Twitter. It was like, one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, four yards, five yards, one yard, one yard. Gotcha. A push. But yeah. it was a good play. It, it, Josh would have done the same thing. Josh did do the same thing, so... It's up to it's your defensive play caller. They should have been coached better, but whatever. What do I know? I only coach basketball. So anyways, Brando bet this week, we are looking around the NFL and I've used these two teams before and I'm going to go back to them. Uh, We're going to stick and we've talked about it before. I think the dolphins are going to light up the commanders by just a ridiculous margin. And I think the Lions are going to bounce back against the saints and they kind of have to, it's getting a little close in their division. well, Vikings losing kind of helped them a little bit. But they're they need these wins, right? The Packers are not out of it yet. So if you parlay those two games together, you get uh minus one twenty for the Lions and the Dolphins to win. And that's gonna be my two on the, team. On the, on the spread
2: or on the money line
0: or uh money
1: line. Money line. Okay. Miami money line, Detroit money line. And what does that come out to? Minus 120? Yep. All right. Brandon's better of the week. Miami money line, Detroit money line. Stack them together, minus 120, use a little DraftKings boost to get those odds a little bit better. I like it.
0: You can play with the spread, right? If you want to take Miami minus 14, you would get a lot better odds. You'd be in plus money for sure. Because the money line for the Dolphins is minus 440, I think. So it's just, that's not good odds. But if you take the Dolphins minus 14, I mean, minus nine is even money. So you'd be be sitting pretty. But
1: who is Detroit playing this week again? New Orleans. New Orleans, that's right. Yep. Okay. So
0: they're going to have right. to show up. Yeah.
1: I like that. Sweet. All right, let's get into some uh, quotes with Pat
2: here. Okay. I am Pat, and these are quotes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Things people said.
2: Things people said. <laughs> one time, one time. Pat, I
1: have to ask, have you seen the video intro for Quotes with Pat yet?
2: No. Is it, uh, So where, where, where am I watching these? Uh, On so YouTube? Those-
1: yeah, they'll stream on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel and uh which
0: you can find on Twitter or Facebook. Right. Or YouTube.
1: Yep. Anyway, my mom was sending me pictures for an unrelated project that I was working on for another relative and so she was digging through old pictures and uh found quite a good one of Pat. It's uh, got to so be ninth that, or 10th grade Pat. Yeah, it must be. But I think it's, swim it's team a, Pat. It's a Ooh. real good picture. Like
2: could have been ninth grade Could you profile share it? pic. Could you screen share it right now so I can see? What's a... Uh, Immediate reaction from Pat. I, I,
0: I think you th- sent it in our messages, John. I think you sent it. It's time for Quotes with Pat. They're things that people said.
2: Look at that. Look at that handsome young man. Oh, man. Million dollar so smile. Good.
1: It's too good. For
2: show for show. All right. So I'll read you the first one. Speaking of hurting, hurts. Jalen hurts. My head hurts. My tummy hurts because I haven't eaten any dinner yet. This person said it hurts for me, the guys, the team, and the fans.
0: Josh Allen. Is this former is Bill, it,
1: though? Former Bill. Okay.
0: Who lost? A tough loss. Offense or defense?
2: Former quarterback.
0: Former Ryan Fitzpatrick, Troy Aikman.
2: Well, Troy would have had to have played for. Always
0: oh, person who played for the Bills. Yeah. Oh, former he beat
2: Warren Moon. He beat Warren Moon in a playoff game once, and that's why he's famous.
1: Oh, Frank Reich. Frank Reich
0: after getting fired. Did you see? Poor guy. Frank Reich, first coach to be fired in back-to-back years, and now he's sitting on almost sixty million dollars of buyout money from two combined teams. So he's making like 42 million from the Colts, not to coach and then making, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's like 18 left from the Colts and 40 million for the Panthers. Now, just not to coach. He's he's getting, could you imagine? I've said it on this show before being a fired NFL head coach is the dream gig in America. (laughs)
2: <laughs> for real and, and, and I mean the worst part is he seems like he's a nice enough guy and I mean obviously I don't work for a fortune 500 company I work for the government and you would think that like you know at that point maybe you just ride it out you're like listen Frank's not very good but you know he's, he's nice enough and we don't want Bryce to be scarred emotionally so you know let's let's just keep him around but nope nope seems like the oh, owners
0: are, are the ones that Frank right doesn't agree with right that's that's why he's getting fired it's not a skill thing because he could come to Buffalo right and he could end up here somewhere. would
2: you would you want that
0: for, for what? Like in a special assistant?
2: Well, what, let's say Joe Brady gets offered a position somewhere else.
0: No, I just think as many offensive minds that you can put in one room together is good. Anyways, yeah, we digress.
2: We felt that the force was from the front of the collar and what pulled him down was not from the back. So that's pretty much it.
1: That's got to be Sean Hockley, right?
2: Uh, it's actually the untalented son of a former NFL referee. Oh, what's his name? Oh, it is, it <laughs> is Sean Hockley. Oh,
1: uh, man. Stuff must yeah. be rough at the financial firm that he runs or whatever. Must have yeah, needed a couple of uh, bucks of cash influx.
2: Well, I think, I mean, I mean, I, I and don't get me wrong. Like, not that I understand because I don't understand, but it, it just seems like it's not even like really like a, a partisan deal with him as much as it is like he just throws a lot of flags and it's like, I understand it. You know what I mean? You see something happening you want to, you know, whatever, document it, but you know, and maybe he's trying too hard to be good at his job. But if that were the case, he would have called the horse collar. So I don't know.
0: That's interesting. So there's another thing here that I was reading. There's another ref that is big time for the Eagles. John Hussey became a referee in 2015 and the Eagles are seven and oh, when, Hussey is the official, and that includes the 2023 NFC Championship game. And Sirianni is 2 0 as a head coach with Hussey as the.
2: Well, you should look at Sean Hockley's record against the Lions. I'm almost certain he's a lion killer.
0: Well, I was trying to explain this story to my students about uh, Steve Foster in the NBA. You know about that? Him and Chris Paul. That's so- on the games. Just like this ref has it out for Chris Paul because one time Chris Paul was in the back with his kids leaving the game and the refs were trying to leave. And like Chris Paul was with his kid and wouldn't move out of the way for the car coming because they were like in the weird spot. And then the refs just started freaking out on Chris Paul. But now Steve Foster has called more fouls on Chris Paul than any other player ever, like combined and throws him out of that. games and all this crap. But I don't know. I didn't know about that. They should have a post game conference. The refs. Should have a post game conference. That's all. You just,
2: I mean, I it, my only reasoning behind the fact that I don't think that there was too much tampering too is because then you have that story about the referee who received the lifetime ban because he asked Brett Favre to sign a football for his grandkid before a game. So, like, I would like to think that,
0: you know, interesting. Well, they they all get graded, and the highest graded refs play call the playoff games. So it's interesting how it works out and they don't have to get well, Sean
2: Hockley's the highest rated ref to the point where he's calling playoff games. Brando stripe up the zebra suit and get out. <laughs> there. Real. Like, you
0: know, no, I just, I say it to my students, even my basketball team today, when they're, when they're playing, I never call fouls. Cause I'm like, you're never going to get a call. Like it just, you got to play through it. And you, we overcame it. We overcame the bad calls. It was plain as day. We overcame it. We did not overcome the poor coaching. You can't do both. You got to pick one of them to overcome. So w- w- again, what do I know? So, <laughs> all
1: right. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube at Not Buff Podcast. Uh, like I said, check out our YouTube. We have full episodes on there now for the most part. This will be our only episode this week. That's why we did game picks and brandos bets. Um, but find us on the Buffalo Rumblings YouTube channel as well and broadcasting live sometimes Wednesday nights whenever we can fit it in. But yeah, maybe we'll be doing some live stuff here now that we kind of got StreamYard figured out.
0: But yeah. Let's know good the bye week. Bills make the yeah. playoffs, Bills miss the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah.
1: Uh, are you going all vibes or are you going analytical, John? There's really only two options in this world. So, anyway. I like Vibes John, I, I like vibes, John too. Vibes John doesn't make good decisions when it comes to gambling or anything like that, but <laughs> Vibes John is great for vibes. So, anyway. We'll see you guys next time. Have a fun time watching the bye week. And uh, we'll be back next week. And go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.